Welcome to the Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast. My name is Denise Lee, and I'm a coach, speaker, and advisor dedicated to help you grow and transform not just your business, but your life. And today, we're going to be talking about how to live courageously. This episode is going to be for those of you guys who have been locked and shackled and put under the dungeon of anxiety and fear and irritation and disappointment and anxiety and you just want to break free and do what is good for you. Expand your business, have another baby or have a baby, get married, get divorced, whatever you want to do, you deserve to get into that next step and I want to support you. Stay tuned. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about how to live with courage. And you're going to get all these tips coming to you after this short break. Hey, 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 and we're back. I am so glad that you are here with me. If this is your very first time listening, I'm wrapping my arms around and giving you a big old electronic hug. Don't worry, I don't have cooties. You're safe. (laughs) I'm so glad that you are here. There's so many other places, but you're choosing to be here. Make sure you hit that follow, subscribe button wherever you're listening. So as soon as I drop a new episode, you'll be able to listen to it lickety split. And those of you guys who have been here for multiple episodes, oh my goodness, I, I, I'm just really honored. I just got a couple of favors to ask you. If you have been loving this podcast, if you've been loving everything that I have shared, if you have found value, if I have made your life improve in some way, form, or fashion, sharing is caring. Be sure to share this podcast with someone that you know would also benefit from the information that I have to share. Okay. Also, be sure to write a review, letting me know what you like, let, and what you want more of. I want to give you so much more than what I'm giving, but I don't know unless you tell me. So write a review or send me a message, voicemail message. Check out the show notes below, anchor.fm slash Denise Lee. Please make sure you include your name and your hometown and what you would like to share with me privately or what you want everyone else to hear. Okay. I have been getting more email messages than anything else. So I know we got some shy guys here, but I would love to give you, for those of you guys who are more extroverted, some prime time. (laughs) All right. If you would love to get to know me a little bit better, read my articles, access other podcast episodes, check out some of my courses, all that good stuff. Be sure to check out the show notes section. There is my web link, info.denisegelee.com slash connect, where you can learn more about me, go to my about page, check out some freebies I got on my website, read articles, buy one of my courses, all that good stuff, or contact me directly. So I want to make sure that you know that that's available for you. And also the the possibility if you would like to work with me one-on-one and help transform not just your business, but your life. So go ahead and check that out. Info.deniseglee.com slash connect is my kind of hub to access anything that may be of interest to you. And speaking about of things that may be of interest to you, everything that we're going to be talking about can be found really in more detail in my course, Amazing Attitude. 
Amazing Attitude is a 21-day program where I just pop into your inbox and send you a message from the heart. No bull, no games, just straight truth, as well as some journaling prompts. And why do I have a message, like an audio message in journaling prompts? Well, it's been my experience that a lot of us, when we're faced with this all this information, this new insight, this new manner of thinking and processing, we want to make sure that we imprint it on the subconscious mind so that we can actually unconsciously do the things without fail, without error, without fear. And that's why we journal. So we listen to something like this and we journal it out. But I have very specific questions that are going to help you understand yourself at a deeper level so that you're not going back and forth with this yo-yoing of, I want to do it, but I'm afraid of doing. I want to do it. Now is not a good time. I want to do it. I don't, I'm not sure if I can do it right now. We're going to end this drama of this back and forth business. An amazing ad is going to help you have more conviction for yourself for your goals, and for your life. And the way I want to start this out is I want to tell you a little story. Um, it was a, I'm not really a relationship coach. I'm not romance, love coach, whatever. But, you know, being a life coach for entrepreneurs, I kind of dipped my toes into the waters of different subjects. And I was having this conversation with this one particular client and... It was a really sad state of affairs. I just don't know any other way to say this. But there was this particular one client and she was more or less in a love affair with a a man who made it very clear in the beginning of their relationship that he wasn't interested in getting married. He wasn't interested in helping raise her teenage son. He wasn't really interested in anything but SEX. (laughs) That's that's it. Just to hang out and, you know, not even know so much like go on dates or spend time with each other, but just sit and watch TV and, you know, hook up. And in the beginning of the relationship, she was so lonely. She was just broke. She broke up with somebody else and she just kind of fell in line. And after a year or so, she was more or less saying, where are we going? What are we doing? And the the man was more or less saying, I'm good. What's the problem? I told you exactly what I wanted. And you and and I and she was distraught and she came to me. She's like, Denise, like, how can I get him to want give me more? I want to get married. I want to just start a new life with him. I want to be introduced to his his other family members. I want to be forming a union, a partnership. And then I said to her, and I could just feel the pain in her her. I, I could definitely feel the pain. And, and I said, you know, this man told you everything that you want. Why don't you move on? And she says, I can't because he loves me. And I said, no, honey, he loves him more than he loves you. The real question is, why aren't you loving yourself? We spent some time and we started talking a little bit more about her past. She came from an environment where her parents divorced and her and her grandmother convinced the, her mother to move in. And she was really a doormat. She never really followed through and she always got anxious and afraid. And as a result, she never remarried. And 
for me to hear that story from her client basically saying that I'm repeating the same steps that my mother did was heartbreaking. It's generational. It was she more or less replicated the same script. Claude Steiner wrote an amazing book called Scripts People Live, and they talk a little bit more about that. And I talk about analyzing your script, who you are, how you developed, all that good stuff in one-on-one. Not amazing attitude. Amazing attitude is more of an overview product, but in one-on-one, we get to really understand who you are. But anyway, when I think about so many clients over the years that I've worked with, as they were trying to obviously build their business and get some more structure and focus and order in their lives, there was always something that they had to grieve, some type of thing that they needed to move forward through, some type of stronghold where they were just locked in fear and anxiety. And this particular situation that I was telling you about, this woman more or less in a love affair for four years and refusing to accept the fact that this man had no reason to give her more because he got exactly what he wanted with no commitment, no strings. And she thought she could, ju- and she was afraid to date other people. She And every time she tried to be absent from him, he would text her and say, come on over. And, and she would just jump in a car and just run over to his house. And, and she was more or less a slave to him. And this is not just an issue that happens to women. This happens to men too. I've seen some cases where guys have just been a doormat to very bus- very bossy, very combative women. So this is not just an issue that happens to women only. So I know that I've got a split audience between men and women. I'm not going to sit here and single out only women and say that only women suffer through this. Men suffer through this in terms of being afraid of disappointing father figure or a mother or being afraid of giving up the high paid salary in order to forge a new path and start a new business or divorce or just something is happening where they are so fearful of losing the quote unquote security that they have that they settle for crumbs. And this is what I really want to kind of open and lay the foundation of what we're going to be talking about, this idea of why are we selling for crumbs? And it's so multifaceted, so layered, the reasons behind it. I mean, obviously, as I mentioned earlier, it could be imprinting from modeling from our childhood. We saw mom or dad or, or, or whoever was close to us does that. And because we never questioned it, we accepted it as what you do, Right. How often have we found ourselves just replicating unconsciously the things that we saw our parents do? I'll never forget this. I, I was I was working um, my last office job and I was talking with this one particular coworker and <clears throat> she, I asked her about, for some reason, we're talking about dieting and fitness and whatever. And she told me, I feel like I'm always on a perpetual diet. I'm always dieting. And I'm always struggling with trying to maintain my weight. And I kind of go back and forth, back and forth trying to maintain my weight. And I remember when I first met her, first and only time I met her mother, her mother was more, was, more, was obese, okay, borderline morbidly obese. And I could see that her mother was a, she was a clear comfort eater, okay? 
And I was clear that she more or less observed her mother probably going back and forth with yo-yo dying. Because I remember even in my own personal life, my mother would go back from Jenny Craig to Weight Watchers to going to the gym to binge eating and just on and on back and forth and never able to win the victory over her weight because food was comfort. Food was security. Food was comforting. They were living to eat instead of eating to live. And this is the idea of fear that I want to talk about is when we don't feel grounded, when we don't feel secure in who we are and what we want to do in our lives, we go for the low hanging fruit. We take plan B, C, D, E. We second guess ourselves. We get ourselves in the spiral of constantly wondering and pondering and contemplating, but never pulling the trigger and making the decision. And that can yield so many problems. 90% of all of our physical health problems are deal or have the origin of some type of mental illness, neurosis, anxiety, depression. When we are depressed, all we're doing is pushing down. What are we depressing? We're pushing down the feelings that make us feel bad because either we don't know how to understand them or reconcile or process them. So we run for the crumbs. We run for the scraps. We deny how we feel. And I've known so many people who have irritable bowel syndrome. They have uh, problems with insomnia, problems with their hair. I myself, full disclosure, raising my hands and, and saying like for the longest time, I could never grow my hair longer than my neck because what my hair would grow up to a certain length. I would have a panic attack or a stress out and literally my hair would just start breaking off. It was because my body was producing so much cortisol. I know that now through the education and research um, that I've done so far to understand how damaging stress was to my body and how the inability to believe in myself and believe in the future and believe that all things are going to happen for me rather than against me. And it's really hard, especially if we are around people who are living in fear, who are living in anxiety. I I remember my husband told me that when he was growing up, his mother's biggest concern above all was, we got to get good health insurance. We got to have blue cross and shield. We got to have good health insurance. We got to make sure that we can always see the doctor. And as a result of that anxiety of always making sure that she just had a secure health insurance plan. She always found reasons to see the doctor, always found reasons to stay medicated. And I see a lot of people who are just addicted to the idea that they need to find security in medication and pills and all these things which don't necessarily address the pain. They just kind of either kind of reduce the amount of pain or the discomfort, but they don't address where it's coming from. And with my mother-in-law, the issue was she grew up in a very unstable, financially unstable environment. She didn't really know exactly 
if they will be able to stay in the the home that she was. She was kind of returning back from Indonesia to uh, mainland China, kind of the tail end of the Cultural Revolution. And there was a lot of poverty. There was a lot of instability in their home. And as a result, she desperately just wanted security. So much security to the fact that my 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 in-laws have been under the New York City welfare for 40 plus years. They came emigrated from Hong Kong, they came to New York City a few years later into their um stay, they got introduced to some social worker who got them on welfare and they never left. I'm not sitting here and saying that that's your final destination if you are dealing with fear and anxiety. But it's a wake-up call to say that if you let fear and anxiety rule your life, it will hold you on bondage. It will prevent you from seeing the possibilities. And if all your friends around you are more or less saying things aren't possible, pessimistic, worrying, all this other stuff, they cannot help you. It's time to shed some weight. Amazing attitude is one way. Working with me one-on-one is one way. And I'm not going to sit here and tell you that this simple podcast alone is going to be the cure-all, okay? I can't give you a solution in 20 minutes to erase 20 plus years of conditioning, of worry, and fear, and all the stuff that's keeping you on bondage. That is ridiculous. And anyone who says, well, this simple course alone is going to be a cure-all, it's freaking lying. And I don't even make that claim. This is the journey for you that you're going to have to take on your own. But it always starts with the amount of honesty that is going to catapult you into the next level of your life, whatever that may be. So, What I always do with clients, and I want to tell you a little bit, is I want you to see through the fear. Is it rational? Is it something that you're doing because you're repeating patterns that you observe from any your family members? And even if the worst thing happened, then what happens next? Then what happens next? Let's say you have bankruptcy, right? Let's say you got a divorce. Does that mean it's game over? Or is it going to be able to teach you skills that you have never otherwise experienced? When we are trying to protect ourselves from bad things, more often than not, our subconscious tries to make our inner thoughts conscious and we play it out in reality. Therefore, we we will go on social media and only focus on the negative stuff. Or we'll be sitting, we'll be eagerly reading through all the negative comments. I got to be honest with you. This is something that I have to confess where I would enjoy going to certain websites and going to the comment section because they would say the most negative things. And I enjoyed it. Because I wanted to be just as ruthless in terms of saying, being judgmental and critical. Don't lie to yourself and say that you don't have a part of you that's also judgmental and critical. We all do. But when we release other people from our expectations and how we expect the world to be, and just let people be who they are while we just focus on us and our own agenda and our own focus... 
life seems to get a lot bet, bit easier, a little bit more clear. I don't know. Try it for yourself. You'll be amazed as as you become more clear. You're not going to want to engage in certain things. I got a text message the other day from an old friend of mine, and it was after you know the election season, and they said, "Oh my goodness, this is the world's going to hell," and blah 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 blah. And I just looked at the message, and I didn't even engage with it. And you know why? Because I don't want to engage in it. <laughs> Women get what they want in life when they don't know what they don't want. So often, women push through things that are uncomfortable, miserable, because they're afraid of the rejection. But here's the thing. When you are afraid of not receiving love from others, you are saying that same sentence, I don't love me enough. So in this particular instance, I'm not engaging with things that don't make me feel good. Period. I don't want to reward people for making me feel bad. For men... Men get what they want in life when they know what they want and they have the guts to get it. How many men have you known who have spent decades dreaming about doing certain things but never having the action? How many people you know who have such a talented gift in photography or painting or whatever and they just sit and let the stuff rot? The supplies, all the tools just get dusted and molded and inefficient and rusted and and whatever. I remember, I'll never forget one particular friend of mine. She loved and supported her husband, artistic husband so much that during their wedding, they, she had all of his artwork displayed on the, uh, the, the walls throughout their wedding. And she introduced her, uh, her husband to very wealthy people who could commission him to do artwork. And do you know, he didn't do anything. He just kind of, gave up on himself. So it wasn't about the resources or the opportunities. It was that he gave up on himself. Men who give up on themselves are prescribing themselves an early death sentence. And they accelerate it through consuming mind-altering chemicals like barbiturates and alcohol and cocaine and whatever. Or they indulge in high-risky activities, okay, without constraint. Okay, that prescribes a death sentence for guys when they don't do what they want and have the conviction to persevere despite the obstacles, despite the rejections, despite the initial resistance. Every boulder has to have a little bit of a more push before it starts moving. And too many of us just don't fight through the initial resistance. The resistance is what trains us. Then resistance is what purifies us. Diamonds, one of the hardest stones in the world, is it's a simple carbon, some coal, but it has been forged through heat and pressure and more heat and then pressure and it breaks through to be illuminating crystal. So gorgeous, but it had pressure. Are you putting pressure on yourself? This is not just for men. It's also for women. We fold. We become weaker, just like a muscle. You know, I always think about people who say, how can I strength train? Well, are you giving your muscles more resistance? Are you strength training? Too many of us aren't strength training our mind. Too many of us are held captured by our those fears. Now, for some of us, legitimately, 
We've been traumatized. We grew up in emotionally abusive, neglectful homes. We were either abandoned by our parents. We might have had a Karen soccer mom overachiever that demanded so much of us and didn't give a darn about how we felt. We might have been in a single parent household where our mother was acting as a dad and a mom. We lived in the matriarchy. So we, it's so funny. We live in society that says the patriarchy, the patriarchy, the patriarchy. But inside most homes, it's by rule of a dominating woman who is so afraid of dealing with her own emotions that she suppresses it and has a reign of terror that turns men, little boys, castrates them, cuts the balls off and turns them to more effeminate women, right? Who aren't responsible. And then they marry very aggressive women and then the cycle repeats over it and then the women are just lost and confused not understanding why can't I find a guy that's committed well how can he if he's so accustomed and used to from his own childhood that he doesn't have to be responsible okay I know it just blasted through a lot of information just there but I just have to say that for a lot of us we may have been traumatized we might have been abused we might have been over nurtured we might have been over mothered okay and as a result, we're fearful of life. We are always told, watch out, be careful, do this, don't do this. And as a result, we turn into adults and we're wondering, we look around, we say, who's going to mother us? Who's going to parent us? I'm afraid of not getting the gold star. What's happening next? Those fears are legit. Those fears are legit. And they really need to be dealt with on a one-on-one basis. Because for a lot of us, just the pain of even mentioning certain things can send us into an emotional spiral and we don't really know how to process what we're feeling. And so I'm not going to sit here and say that amazing attitude isn't going to help, but if these are some deeper issues, they need to be addressed. And one thing I just have to mention about this whole living with courage is this idea of understanding that we have control of our perspective. And the last podcast I was mentioning about this one particular woman that I felt very jealous of. I felt really anxious around her. And I realized that she was just as fragile and human as I was. And I realized that I was giving myself a whole whirlwind of pain and anxiety and frustration because I chose to look at the world as everyone had it together and I was the one with my finger up my nose stumbling and fumbling. When we think of ourselves as humans doing the best job we can day by day and we're going to keep pursuing our opportunities and the things that we have passion for as long as we've got breath, as long as we have the ability to still persevere, we got to keep doing it again and again and again. No matter how many people is saying no. Now, here's the thing. Most people who try to criticize or uh, shrug you off or try to give you pessimistic news, they're just projecting their own fears and anxieties of some stuff they they don't want to do. Okay? It took me a long time to understand that they were only just projecting their own fears onto me. Because here's the thing. Courage requires conviction. I want you to have conviction for yourself. I want, to ha- want you to have conviction for your goals. I want you to understand that the fire is a refiner. I want you to understand that this is the next step for you. What that step is depends on your level of commitment. Okay? 
Well, I know I just talked about a whole bunch of stuff, but I just want to just kind of summarize and just say that our fears come from within. And what we think, we project outwards to others. And what we think about, we amplify. And if we amplify the desire of what we know in our heart to be true, we will get it back in spades. But that only depends on your ability to see things from a positive life style. And Amazing Attitude will get you there. One-on-one coaching will get you there a little bit faster. <laughs> but whatever you want to do, I just want to make sure that you understand that you, by you just listening, is a step in the right direction. I just want to give you kudos for that. Well, what did I say that was like, whoa, mind-blowing? I want to know. Write me at check out the show notes info.denisegelee.com slash connect. Send me a message. Love to hear from you or send me a voicemail message. Be sure to share this podcast with someone else if you found it very helpful. Well, that is it. Thank you for listening. Take care and be awesome.